What's up, world? Welcome back to the Nola Row Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Nola Row, and I am here with Mr. Dancer. He's dancing today. That beat is fire. Nola, Nola <laughs> Row. So, how was your day? It was good. It was um, a little hectic, but it was good. You know, I was able to do a bunch of good stuff. Lyric video for I Get Busy is coming okay, out. Okay, nice, nice, so, nice, nice. Yeah, so um, I was preparing that. Prep, pre- preparing that. Okay. For a second, that sounded like a guilty person type of thing. So how was your day? Good, good, good. I was able to do a lot of good things, good weather, good vibes. Shit sounded very guilty. Maybe. A little, maybe a little guilty. Maybe. <laughs> Sounded guiltful. Maybe a little bit. Maybe guiltsome. It wasn't all good. <laughs> um, yeah, it was no, it was good. <laughs> okay. Everything good with you? Yeah, good. Everything's fine. Anything interesting you want to share that you have? Um, I'm not gonna go into detail. Maybe in another episode, okay. you guys remind me to mention it. But okay. I came very close to a scamming situation today that blew my mind, and I was like, "Wow!" But once this gets sorted out and I can fully articulate it, I'm definitely gonna let you guys Ooh. know what went down today. Like, we need scammers that story. are out there in every way, and. If you're not feeling it in your gut, don't go. Don't go. Like, don't do it. If you're not feeling it, don't do it. Mm, I can't wait to hear this story. Yeah. So Scare that's stories. that. But ways. Mm-hmm. What we talking about today? Girls, 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 I, I do adore. So put your number on this paper because I will have to date you. Holler at you when I come off tour. Hey, that's the only part I know. I think me too. That's the only part there is, though, right? I know. That's I don't know that part. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know that part. Isn't Does that not sound familiar? Hold on, at the, all. The R and B part, the girl. Oh my God. No, that's not. I mean, that's how it is in my head. But <laughs> I, I hear it in my head. But when it comes out, it sounds a little bit different. No, that's it. Doesn't even sound remotely familiar. That's that's. I mean, okay, I don't sorry know. That's guys. That's a testament All to right. how you hear it. I hope nobody's like, offended by my voice. Jay Z is offended. He'll be. He's rich. Like he, oh, he's not even thinking about it. Right. He doesn't care. He watches this. Come Thank on. you, Jay Z, for tuning he in. Watches. We appreciate you. Come on, of course he watches. <laughs> Come on, like be watched too. It's hope. Um. So we're talking about girls. Women? Femininity. Femininity. More specifically, toxic femininity. Ooh. I feel like it's a um what's that uh a double negative? Or what's that word? Oxymoron. Oxymoron is the word. Why? Why do you Because I think I usually uh, maybe in my world, in my thinking, femininity is always good energy it's always loving nurturing it's always positivity so when you put the toxic with it oxymoron ish that is so interesting that you say that (laughs) because listen our producer doesn't give a fuck about us (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't give a fuck (laughs) 
about us right now. He li- he's back there watching kung fu movies because somebody just got kicked in the throat. <laughs> That's what that was. Um, <sighs> have you ever heard? I don't remember the phrase, but it's really when people are positive, but they they use their positivity in a negative way have you ever seen like people constantly post things online where they're like um in 2022 i don't want any bad vibes around me like to me that's yeah. a bad vibe post yeah I like you're you. the bad vibe uh you understand you. what i'm saying yes yes and yes, it's yes. constantly what other people are doing it's yes. constantly how good they are and mm. how bad everybody else is mm, yeah um i don't remember if there's a term for that but it's something like that. Like yeah. you said, when you hear femininity, you think probably nurturing, mm-hmm. maybe softness, mm-hmm. good vibes, love. But there's an aspect of that where people use that vulnerability, Ooh. not people, women, uh huh, use that vulnerability to maybe trick people. Mm. That And the thing about toxic femininity, it's not just that one thing it's it's mm-hmm. so broad like there's so many things that can fit into that but that's definitely one aspect of it i actually have a little article from studybreaks.com okay <clears throat> that i'm gonna read really quickly for you guys please don't judge me if i don't know all of the words um traditional feminine qualities include empathy compassion and nurturing but it's possible for these traits to turn toxic when they're used to undermine others Mm. toxic femininity arises from a history of male dominance when women usually didn't have the power or influence to overpower men Mm. it was more effective to use subtler forms of warfare to get their way rather than outright violence have you ever heard women say things like you know i let him think he's having his way sure but it's really me who you know um that's not necessarily toxic but it can get there right depending on that relationship Mm. dynamic and because women often didn't have the power or right to fight against men at all they tended to view fellow women as competition for positions of favor Mm. this historical uh president continues today women continue to fight No, that's not what it says at all. Women continue to target other women more than men. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at the workplace where 58% of bullies are women, but their victims are other women almost 90% of the time. Toxic femininity is a way for women to sabotage others by using... Traditionally feminine qualities, this can take the form of gossip, disapproval, social exclusion. An example of toxic femininity can be acting weak to get out of a task. Ooh, girl. Girl. Which uses women's physical weakness and their perceived emotional weakness as a tool for manipulation. It happens in the workplace with lines like, I thought you didn't want the promotion because you have kids to think of, where the facade of kindness and thoughtfulness is used to mask the issue of workplace hierarchy. 
It happens at school when girls judge each other on their outfits, normalizing put downs and the threat of social ostracization. Mm. Toxic femininity occurs when women use society's feminine stereotypes to their advantage. And it occurs when women wrap barbs and insults in veiled kindness and empathy. It can take even darker consequences, like when a woman falsely accuses a man of physical abuse in mm -hmm. order to gain custody of a child. Historically, white women have accused black men of sexual assault because the court would likely take their word for it. The latter happened with Emmett Till, a 14-year-old black boy who was lynched after allegedly whistling at Carolyn Bryant, a white married woman. Bryant testified at the murder trial that he made a verbal and physical advance at her verbal and physical advances. 60 years later, she admitted that she had lied about their interaction with till the lynching was a, the lynching was a textbook case of racism and racism played a large part in the murder trial afterward. And it can't be denied that toxic femininity helped to ensure that no one was over punished for till's murder mm. so you see what i'm saying like yeah. there's just so many different realms yeah that this can exist in sure and you know a woman might be speaking softly mm -hmm. and speaking quietly and calmly and and using nice words but if you're reading between the lines she's insulting you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you know an underhanded compliment or something like that so sure. there are just so many ways that this can come out and um i'm so happy i feel like there's so many things that today's people are privy to now like there's just so much so many labels so many things coming out that we get to talk about sure and as a woman it might seem like a lot of us don't want to admit this shit, but I like that we're talking about it. It's important, uh -huh. especially the part about, you know, men are like, women are so catty. This is yes. this is what they're talking about. Yes, yes. You know? We've heard that many, many a time. Even like a lot, a lot of women say, oh, yeah, I don't like to hang out with around girls. Toxic. Because they talk about each other. Toxic. The like you were mentioning, the gossip, all that stuff. Wow, yeah. That's so crazy. Like, I, it's my first, I mean, this is my first time really discussing this topic, but it's always existed. And I kind of have always been talking about it, just not kind of knowing the term for it, which is crazy. Yeah, I yeah. think the... Um, <clears throat> the use of labels is our new thing now. Like we need a word for everything so we can identify yes. what we're talking about. Yes, yes, um, yes. And you know, yeah, there are women who are like, I don't get along with other women. Mm -hmm. Toxic. I That's that you. so much. It's a you thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many women there are on the planet, but there are billions of women on the planet. If you don't mm. get along with women, it's you. Mm. Um, yeah, ladies, that's definitely something to explore later on. I'm going to be going to California again. California. <laughs> love. Ding, 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 I'm going to be talking to my girl, Chandra, who is a wellness practitioner. She actually owns a Yoni steaming mm -hmm. um, wellness spa. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about different ways that women can take care of themselves, different ways that women can reclaim their femininity and um, 
you know, I feel like when you're taking care of yourself and you're doing good things for yourself, it you don't have a lot of time to be doing toxic shit to other people. Sure. So um, hopefully that inspires people. But um, what do you think about femininity? Uh, just the femininity aspect of our culture or how do you feel about women who are not feminine? And this, and when I was going through, remember I made some notes about, um, I wanted to know what the dictionary definition of femininity was, right? Mm -hmm. The definition is qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of women, right? So then I'm like, I want to know the definition of woman. Like, mm. what is a woman? An adult female being. So now I'm like, okay, what's the definition of female? <laughs> <laughs> right? It gets deep. And the reason why I did that is because the world is a little bit. It's uh, in, a, in a. It's in a. Transitional. Phase, transition. Not a phase, a transition period. For I sure. think it is a phase because we're. You think it's a phase? Yeah, I think we're gonna go into another phase. Okay. Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna die, and the <laughs> new people who come after us—that's all they're gonna yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, sure. They're gonna know when they meet you, uh, her, him. Yeah, yeah, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hop. Pronouns. You yeah. Pronouns. So, um, I hop. Not nice. I was reading an article. <laughs> I was reading an article where this. I hop. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was reading shade. an article. I was reading an article where this man was like, "Today's people don't know they're a man, woman, or a toaster," and I was like, <laughs> "I thought that was rude." So, um, funny. no, I'm not. I'm not trying to um, throw shade. It's just I just was being silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what is a female of or denoting the sex that can bear offspring mm. or produce eggs? Mm. <laughs> Distinguished biologically by the production of gametes or cells, which can be fertilized by male gametes or male reproductive cells. Mm. Does it that matter? Is an important. Does definition. it matter though? Does it what? even matter? These definitions do they matter? I mean, this is what anymore. We were just talking about yeah. Now it, the lines are becoming blurred and. Um, you know, we're like I said, we're in the trans transition, trans trans transition. We're literally in a transition of all of that, and I mean. But it's if you look at the definition of femininity, it says qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of women. Regarded. That as doesn't have to be a woman. Mm -hmm. Anyone can be feminine. Sure, it's just the 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 characteristics are right. so like. Yeah. But not anybody and can what be. And what are those what are those characteristics like we were saying before? The nurturing, the caring, the vulnerability. You know, vulnerability. Um love. Emotion, emotional. I feel like those things are human though. And yeah, it, but it regarded. bothers me, it bothers me that they get boxed in with femininity or women uh -huh. because i i appreciate a man who's vulnerable i appreciate a man who is nurturing i appreciate a man who's soft mm -hmm. i think the <clears throat> the trick 
I, I hate using the word trick in this context, but I can't find another word. But I feel like the trick is figuring out how to balance and how to tap into those different energies. Mm -hmm. Because even as a soft, feminine, vulnerable, nurturing woman, mm -hmm. if you violate my child or you violate someone in my family, I can become aggressive. The masculinity comes out. Yeah. I can become violent. So yeah. I like to think that we all should have both. We should have both. Yeah, I think that's um that's human nature. I think everyone has both. It's just about percentage. Like, do you have more of this or more of that? Or are you 50-50? I don't think anybody's really 50-50, but you know, I think everybody has both and you just gotta figure out where you lean towards more. And you know what I was going to say? And I'm so glad you read that because remember I, I mentioned before that I thought this conversation would get us canceled. But somebody else said it. It was in that that um, article you read. So the reason why I said that is because when you said toxic femininity, the first thing I thought of is how people say believe all women. And in my mind, I was always like, No. No, let's not believe all women. I mean, I understand why people say that, but that's a dangerous line to walk. You can't say believe all women because look at what happened to Emma Till. That is such... Straight example like that. That is such a sensitive... Um, I know. It's I such know. a sensitive Please don't hate me. No idea. hate mail. Um, let's talk about it. You know what? We continuously push for equality. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was the underlying or the core of feminism, right? Mm -hmm. um, equality, great. I believe that in within the realm of equality, mm -hmm. the rules will should apply to everybody. Mm -hmm. I... Believe what you're telling me, but because it's such a heavy accusation, uh -huh. it needs to be looked at, looked at. Sure. We need to figure it out uh -huh. because history shows that not all women tell the truth. People. It's just people. And it's, as, uh, women and men, human beings, everybody lies. People lie. Yeah, that's, I mean, why? I think it's fair. That for, Where did that for even both, come from? It comes like, from the let's fact. Not be, let's not, let's. I think it comes from the fact that women will accuse men of different things, especially mm. sex crimes. And um, we're like, we don't, we're not sure what to do with this accusation. So just sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. You can't prove it. So what do we do with it if mm -hmm. you can't prove it? Yeah. So I think that's that's what. There's another aspect of this that doesn't have anything to do with sex, doesn't have anything to do with sex crime, and it has a lot to do with women in control, women of power. Mm. Um, I... P.O.P. That's what it's called. <laughs> wow. 
Um, <laughs> nothing. That was just a random thought yeah. that just came in. And... But not that aspect of it. Uh-huh. More of intelligence and uh-huh. leadership. Um, I grew up hearing women say things like, You know, when you're with a man, you have to be soft and submissive Mm -hmm. and you have to kind of play the back and let the man be a man Mm -hmm. and kind of be quiet a lot of times so that he doesn't feel like you're too loud or Mm -hmm. your ideas are more powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's very toxic to me. I have a very, very, very big problem with that. Toxic uh, femininity. Think I so? I think so. I I I think it's very toxic to tell women to suppress yourself, suppress yourself, and be oppressed uh-huh. and, and play the back because you don't want the man to feel threatened. Sure, I have a very big problem with that. And I actually grew up um, hearing a story. Um, I'm going to tell you about two situations, both heterosexual relationship, man and woman. Um, where <clears throat> I'm not going to mention names or how I'm related to these people or how I know them or whatever. But I grew up hearing about a couple where the people around them did not like the woman. They hated her because she was in control of so much that was happening in their relationship, like mm. finances and usually finances. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I was a little girl hearing this stuff. And as I got older, um, I grew up with the mindset that this woman is a villain. Yeah. Right. Now, as an adult, I had the opportunity to be in a space where I'm able to closely observe this man. Mm. And I'm not going to say what capacity we were in, but it was a capacity where he had to show his colors and mm. I was like, I see why this woman had, had to, to be take, that. Had to step up, yeah. I see why this woman had to be that because if we were going off of just what this guy is doing, mm-hmm. the whole boat would have been underwater. Mm. Um, and I had a conversation with one of the people who was pushing that narrative before, and I was like, you guys didn't see, you know, yeah. I was a little girl when it was happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I didn't understand. But you guys didn't see all along why he needed her to step in. Mm-hmm. The other situation was is another relationship where um, friends of the guy, they're like, we don't like how controlling she is. Right. Mm. And once I learned the dynamics of the relationship, I realized that okay, this woman is taking care of everything. Mm -hmm. She is the sole breadwinner, Mm -hmm. sole breadwinner. That word is operative, soul, right? She's the sole breadwinner and this person is not doing anything Mm. or not even making an effort Mm. to do what he's supposed to do according to their agreement as teammates, right? Uh And the friends that are surrounding them are like, she's controlling things. And I'm like, you know, men are so triggered when women step up and they have to kind of grab the bull by the horns Mm -hmm. and kind of guide things. And I'm like, you guys are so defensive of this thing Mm -hmm. that you don't even see that your boy is not playing his part. 
And she feels like, yo, I have to step in and, and do probably all doesn't of this even shit. want to. No. To play that position, but she has to. But and that's something like that, to. you know, if you're a man, a woman, whoever you're listening, sometimes you don't know the whole story. And it's really important to just let people rock out in their situations. And sure. you know, a lot of people are like, I don't hate I don't like that person you're with. I hate that person you're with because she's this or she's that. A lot of times women really have to overcompensate and tap too much into their masculine energies mm. and people start feeling some type of way about it. Mm. I'm going to leave that right there. Oh, <laughs> that was a very abrupt stop. Yeah, I'm going to leave that right there. All right. So um, I guess to Cali you go. Yeah. Got I can't flights. wait to hear the rest of that conversation. Yeah, we're definitely going to be focusing on more of a self-care aspect of it. Okay. Um, we're not going to be telling women, don't be toxic. Listen, this is a journey. You figure out sure. what you're doing. You're going to get there at some point. Once you start to look inward, you're going to get there. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to go to California, talk with my girl Chandra about steaming coochies. Oh, we're going to talk about steaming cooch. The yoni cleanse. The yoni cleanse. The yoni Ooh, steam. Lit, lit. That's awesome. All right. Appreciate you. Bye. Off to Cali I go. Peace. Hey, world. Welcome to the Miller Row Experience podcast. And I am super, super excited to be in the city of Los Angeles right now. It's super amazing being with you. Please introduce yourself to the people. Hello, greetings, greetings. I am Chandra, founder, certified Yoni Steam practitioner and the Divine Feminine Wellness Sacred Space Facilitator here at Queen by Nature Feminine Wellness. So I don't know if you want me to go on, but that that's who I am. That is absolutely perfect. I actually regret that I'm not able to make an appointment with you Aww. to get my steam on because it's something that is very prevalent in my culture. I'm Guyanese. Okay. Grew up born, grew up in Guyana. Um, but it's something that I've only done after I had my son. Yes. So after my pregnancy, that's a must. It has to happen. So um, my mom had me, you know, sit on, um, I don't even know what to call it, but I, I sat on the hot water with the herbs just to make sure that everything um, was cleansed nicely and um, I guess tightened or mm -hmm. um, whatever the other benefits are but um, that's the only time I've ever done it so then I noticed that it started to become really popular a lot of people are doing it and um, I definitely wanted to try it but um, we have another sister in New York Andrea Torres okay. who's doing the same in Queens okay so I think once I go back to New York I'm definitely gonna uh, get on that but I yes. regret not being able but whatever you have going on I'm gonna get into it whether it's purchasing a product or maybe some tea or something because I did y'all I did uh, get some tea yes Amazing. yeah she Can had the uh, queen by nature womb support tea and it is a tea that's very it's iron enriched um, some of the dominant herbs in it are, are the red raspberry leaf, which is, which is good for strengthening and toning the uterus. There is nettle leaf in there, which is very iron rich, rich in B vitamins. That's another thing, another herb that's good for supporting the uterus. Um, there's hibiscus in there, lemongrass. 
uh, chase tree berry that's good for balancing your hormones and supporting liver function. So it's a really nutrient dense uh, tea that I love to share with anyone that comes to Queen by Nature Wellness. And it's also delicious. Thank you. you forgot that part. And it's delicious. <laughs> Let's make sure that um, we can hear you. Oh, yes. All right. So we're talking about womb wellness and um, hormonal balancing um, with this amazing, delicious tea. Everyone who has heard about the womb, heard about the uterus, knows that, okay, this is the portal. This yes. is where we all uh, come, um, through. come through, right? Um, but other than housing babies, mm -hmm. why is the womb so important? For me, per well, the womb has many different aspects and one that I would like to probably narrow, narrow in on right now is the womb is a, a it's like a control center. It's, it's it, when something's wrong with our womb, it lets us know that something's going on at another part of our body. So our womb usually gives us signals through, um, it can sometimes give us signals through pain or a heavy cycle. Um, but usually when we know, women, when we notice something going on in our bodies, we usually feel it in the womb space. So the womb is also good for just helping you tap into your intuition, tapping into yourself, into your awareness and helping you, uh, it's a creative space. So a lot of times when we have blockages anywhere in our life, it's because something's going on with our womb space. And our womb can be impacted, I don't know how far to go, but our womb could be impacted by so many different things. It could be uh, just not fully expressing yourself, or it could be due to lack of, uh, it could be a buildup of stagnant energy, and that stagnant energy could be from lack of creative expression, that stagnant energy could be from lack of movement, the stagnant energy could be just maybe you're not um, detoxing, you're not fully eliminating. So that's here at Queen by Nature Wellness, um, my main thing here is supporting detoxification. So when you do Yoni Steam here, I do not provide you with any liquor or champagne or anything. I know everybody <laughs> likes a little turn up, but here we like to focus on detoxification, healing. on healing. Yeah. That is what we are here for. So when you come here, it is a time to tap in to uh, reconnect with your womb space, uh, to reconnect with yourself, to hear any messages. And then when we detox, we help support the uterus. So sometimes if we're blocked up or we're not properly eliminating, um, that waste that's in our colon, our colon sits directly above our uterus. So you have that weight that's um, applying distress. So that distress could turn up in cramps, that distress could turn up into heavy cycles, bleeding, uh, inflammation, other types of pains, and it's it, those are toxins. So, yeah. you know, those toxins can impact you in so many different ways. And that's why our uterus is a perfect indicator of something that there's an imbalance in our body somewhere. So I really want to drive this home mm -hmm. because I do not believe it's a fact that we're not really taught how important we aren't we are the not we are not we are not taught how important not it is. even close mm -mm. because the things that i've learned especially going through the rites of passage with queen afua there's so many things that i've learned about the womb that i was like why why y'all didn't tell me this exactly how come you know how come i didn't know this um and the other thing is your relationship with your mother exactly exactly because 
uh, our mother, well, we carry, as, as we a lot of people know, and some people, I, I mean, this was new information to me a couple of years ago, that when we're carrying the eggs of our future generations, so my, when I was inside my mother, I already have, I'm carrying all the eggs of my lifetime, just like when my mother was inside of her mother, she carried all the eggs and um, our relationships, when we, whatever state we're in right now, so however you're feeling, whatever you're eating, however, just who you are, that's all, that's in your DNA. That's your whole genetic makeup. You're creating so, future people with your habits. You're creating future people with your habits. <sighs> and that, that's the other importance of the womb outside of giving birth. Well, it's interconnected to giving birth and creating life is the responsibility that we have when we possess a womb. And that kind of ties into uh, the, femi the divine feminine aspect and just recognizing that responsibility we have when we, when we are born with a womb space. It's like that it's telling you now this is your responsibility. You are a carrier of life. You are a carrier of habits. And the magnitude of that is another thing that's not discussed mm -hmm. enough, right? Uh, how powerful you are. Like nobody comes into this world without you. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody's mind is blown right now. I mean, um, when you mentioned femininity and I feel like today that word it's kind of touchy um it's very touchy i don't the first thing that came to mind for me was it's being threatened but i don't want to say that in a way that makes it seem like i'm being condescending to anyone who identifies as something else because mm -hmm. that's a big thing right now um just people becoming acclimated to all of these different identities you know yeah. um we don't want to lose the divine feminine with right. all these different identities and it's just um understanding what is the divine feminine what is right. what truly is femininity is right. it just the image is it just the look is it just the act it, and the thing about the word femininity um it's not a mono, monolithic what is it mono um i don't know if i'm pronouncing it a monolith it's not yeah. a, a monolithic term right it's not just one one principle of femininity so right. that's why it's so it's so diverse right it's so diverse it's, it's like you could it's a pie you could but are you feminine ways. because you have a womb because that's i think that's if you i don't know if you're so much if you're automatically feminine because you have a womb but i think because you have a womb you have a greater, you have a greater, you're a house, you house feminine energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. I think when you have a womb, you have the tools to that. activate that feminine right. energy and that you, you are equipped to, uh, you're responsible, you're, it's your responsibility to share that inner energy in a, in a feminine fashion with grace, with patience, with, um, optimal wellness, you know, you're here to balance out and neutralize. So it's like sometimes it could be abused, you know, for many different reasons. I think a lot of times it gets abused in the vanity section of things because mm -hmm. people think being feminine is just an, an act. Mm -hmm. It's just how you look. It's I'm, just beauty. I'm, I'm swaying my hips. Yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it's being um, over sensationalized. And sexualized. And sexualized. It's a lot. Yeah. So. There's so much to this. It's so much to this. So um, let's get back to the yoni yes. steaming. 
First of all, what is the yoni? The yoni is a, well, first of all, the word yoni is a Sanskrit term meaning sacred space, mm -hmm. sacred space, womb, vagina. So when you say yoni, you're, you're talking about the whole womb space, you're talking about the vagina, you're talking about the uterus, you're talking about that sacred space. So that is the yoni. And what was the next question? The next question was um, the steaming aspect of it. The steaming aspect. You know, why is steaming so important? And is steaming essential? Because most people don't do it, but is it something that everybody should be doing? Okay, is it something every? I know, there are some um, people who should not be steaming mm -hmm. personally because, mm -hmm. say, if you have an IUD, uh, the steam could possibly dislodge it mm -hmm. or accelerate the hormonal release in certain types of birth controls. Mm -hmm. um, but steaming, I think steaming is essential. Um, how often you should do it will vary, but the reason I believe steaming is essential is because uh, on a on a herbal route, you get to receive the medicinal properties of the herb. So when you're sitting over a steam, you're, you have the benefits of getting the, well, the herbs are boiled and they release the essential oils in those herbs. You cannot use essential oils in a steam. Those are too strong and that will burn you because your vagina tissue is very sensitive. Yes. So because your vagina tissue is very sensitive, you are able to absorb the medicinal properties of selected herbs to nourish your womb space. So you get to nourish um, the heat is also good for promoting circulation, mm -hmm. aiding with inflammation. Um, it helps support detoxification and cleansing. Like you said, when you had a baby, you would yoni steam to remove anything that was left in mm -hmm. you. So sometimes, depending on how our cycle looks, Sometimes we notice we have old blood in there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that needs to come out because then you're, when you have something in a space, you can't create because something else is blocking that space. Mm -hmm. So you're holding old blood, old residue, and that's, that needs to, those are toxins, those need to come out of you. So I think yoni steaming is really good just on a, a mind, body, and spirit level. Yeah. So the metaphysical level is you get to, you get to, it's on a spiritual level, metaphysical level, you get to disconnect, you get to be one with yourself, you get to listen to yourself, you get to feel yourself, you, you're activating that space. On a physical level, you are helping with any inflammation, you're helping with detoxification, your support, what, what we like to do, what our job to, is to do as humans is to support our organs mm. so we're supporting cleansing in our uterus we're supporting cleansing in our liver when we drink any teas and herbs and eat healthy so the whole point is to support detoxification in our body so yeah yoni steaming has uh, so many different benefits me yeah. personally when i steam i feel my cycles are more balanced i have less cramps um, I, I sometimes don't even have cramps. My cycle will start out of nowhere and it's bright red, which everyone's cycle should be bright red when it starts because you want fresh blood. You don't want old, old blood. Right. If you have old blood, it's let, you're being notified that you have to clean, mm -hmm. that you're not, um, when we have cramps, we're pushing out, we're pushing out anything that's in. So that's why we have the cramps. So if you're cleansing all the time, you'll have less cramps. And yeah, so steaming does support that process. So what are the other things that could possibly contribute to having issues? Obviously, it, it, it varies, right? Yeah. It's, it could be 
so many different things There's so many different things but what are some lifestyle just basic lifestyle things that we do that are regular things like we just walk around every day just feeling like this is normal life you know i'm just doing whatever i know one thing for me is you know a lot of women wear pads mm -hmm. and tampons um that could possibly be toxic yes yes and have no idea mm -hmm. so what are some lifestyle things that we feel like you know this is regular life but it's actually some lifestyle uh, yeah some lifestyle choices that can harm us unconsciously or are wearing uh, sanitary items that are, have chemicals because our body, as we know, that is a sensitive area and we absorb things. Mm -hmm. So if you're wearing a pad with toxins or bleaches, you know, chlorine or any other chemicals, your body's absorbing that. So you're kind of contradicting the process of your mm -hmm. cycle, which is releasing. You're almost blocking it because now you're adding chemicals to that process. Yeah. So just the changing your sanitary items, change in your in your diet how many like greens greens are very good for detoxification mm. um as well as bring greens scare people though they do they they do they do but if you combine your greens with like an apple or you just <laughs> get used to it to the be apple honest, is the trick the apple is the that's trick. that's what i do with my son when i'm juicing i'll do the greens and he'll see the green and he's like but then the apple gives it the sugar. The apple gives so. it the sugar. I, I the apple's so good that I feel guilty when I use the apple. I'm <laughs> so like, good. it it definitely works. Um, water, water, mm. uh, movement, uh, movement especially. I think a lot of us forget how important movement is, yeah. and then we shouldn't because when you're sexually active, you're you're involved in some movement there. Yeah, and you know you're you're promoting circulation. Yeah. You're promoting. You're promoting release of that stagnant AKA energy. AKA pop locking and dropping. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And just activating that sacral space. So when we move, we're, you know, we're circulating. We're yeah. helping with any uh, constipation. I, um, were you asking me? You were asking me things that support. Support? You said support. Harmful. Oh, harmful. Okay. So I went to supportive stuff. Um, but that's that's good as well. Because you're not moving. You know, you're mentioning moving. But... Um, that lends to the idea that if you're not moving, it's not a good thing. And yeah. um, uh, if you're not stress, drinking water, harm, stress is one of the main stress is so harmful on. things. People sleep on stress. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize how stress manifests in the mm -hmm. body um, and how it could potentially take you out. It can. It can. And when you're stressed. When you're stressed, you're breathing less. Mm. And when you're breathing less, you're not oxygenating mm. your organs mm -hmm. at their maximum potential. And so when we're stressed, we're frozen. Our, our All of our hormones are elevated. We're spiking different things in our body. We're making different organs work harder that don't need to wait, work harder. And we hold on to all that. And so, yeah. There's so much. It's, so, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But what I like is that you have managed to uh, grab a niche, right? Just a, a corner, mm -hmm. that's a very important corner because there's so much to know. And if uh, someone who is a nurse, mm -hmm. right? Which I definitely wanna touch on. I think a lot of times people are a little bit leery about anything that's natural, anything yes. that's holistic. Um, people question herbs, people question plants. 
um but you've had experience with medicine mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. um being in the medical field i think that kind of uh helps a certain group of people be more trusting they're like oh she's a nurse yeah so then <laughs> you know you have experience on both sides the the natural stuff the herbs the plants and you also have experience as a nurse in the medical field. Mm -hmm. How do you balance those two things? Because a lot of times I think people feel like they're opposites yes. or they contradict each yes. other. So how do you balance? Well, how do I balance? Um, well, I think what nursing taught me to do was kind of care, patient care, client care, confidentiality. Mm -hmm. It's more so about creating safe spaces for people to express exactly what they're going through and sometimes when someone's not comfortable with herbs but they are comfortable with medicine um i'm able to understand more the need for uh healing more the need for routine more more than a, a habit someone's usually looking just for a habit a routine to reverse any uh, complications mm -hmm. that they're having. Mm -hmm. So when I'm aware uh, that's the angle they're going from, I could find other supportive, other ways to support them on their journey. So I am not a doctor. I cannot treat or prescribe. I can only recommend. So when someone does have a doctor, I could work closely with them and their doctor to support them on their journey with holistic uh, methods. And that's usually things like exercise, dietary changes, um, to the point where when you're being supported in other ways of your life, you may not need the medicine. Mm. You might not, you know, you might need yeah. Things are gonna start changing on their own once you practice a new routine care, a routine wound care. And it's most of the times when someone just goes to the doctor, they haven't tried a, 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 to self-heal. The first the first thing they did was go to the doctor. Right, because that's, that's culture. Yes, because we're disconnected. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know our bodies. And when we don't know our bodies, we wait for someone to tell us about our body. So what I like to do, well, the primary function here is to uh, connect women to the femin sacred feminine womb, to help how to, to learn how to recognize when your body is talking to you or when there's something that you can do to support your healing. So I just want to empower women to, basically empower women to, to seek within, to go within, to know that nature was here before medicine. Mm. So, um, yeah. I think the most profound thing that we kind of miss is the healing is really your basic things that you do. Like you said, moving, mm -hmm. drinking water. Yeah. It doesn't have to be difficult until there's a problem. It doesn't. I think a lot of times we're so far gone with an issue, that's when it becomes really difficult to figure out how am I gonna heal what's happening. Yeah. Um, and it could have been avoided with just basic stuff like moving, drinking water, yeah. eating more fruit. <laughs> and then we have other options that, you know, there's not only one option. So we, could, we have alternative methods to treat any ailments. You know, we don't have to resort to surgery immediately. Um, I like to uh, suggest to people or empower them with try taking things into your more into your hands and just really it's really about awareness and I think that's what the uh, 
a single, uh, one of the feminine principles is awareness to me. It is being aware of your body, listening, knowing, just touching your womb, just reconnecting with your womb. And I, one of the services I do here is a womb stimulation massage. And several times that I've done the womb stimulation massage, it's the first time that a woman has even felt something in her womb. Mm. They'll sometimes they'll feel like a, a lump that they never mm. felt that before. Yeah. Because we don't assess our wounds. Yeah. It's kind of like a breast exam. That's right. why they tell us. Now they're telling you know, well, years ago, because of breast cancer, they told women you need to do self exams. Right. right. Because people would just go and get an x-ray and then they find out they have a lump because yeah. we never assessed our breasts and we skip over the most important yeah same with our womb we don't assess our womb space right. we don't check in we ignore the signs so yeah so that was beautiful absolutely amazing um i like having conversations about basic things that we often overlook because like you said we really become dependent on medicine and dependent on other people telling us what to do telling us what's happening with our bodies because of that disconnect and i think what you're doing is absolutely beautiful it's it's history making because the the future um you know a lot of people are like you know all these robots and ai or whatever but the future is actually going back to uh people not eating meat as much mm -hmm. um people returning back to plants so it's happening whether it you know is. you're with it or not you better get with it so you better you better <laughs> but thank you so much you're welcome I thank you thank you for this opportunity i appreciate you i appreciate this sacred sister this is my, this is my sacred yes. sister y'all <laughs> but this is beyond an interview this is me going through all the things that i went through yesterday to uh today to get here mm -hmm. and you just being so gracious so patient so queenly oh thank you i was i was tapping into my divine <laughs> feminine see there's many aspects to it i love it thank you so much for that thank you okay? i appreciate it all right peace no